Ladies and gentlemen, on this special edition of the Ozone, we have a family of the Ozone. He's been through several times. We've discussed fights all around the world. We've watched fights. And this past weekend, we were treated to watch this man do his work, as was the world on the largest stage. The eyes may have been there for the co-main event, which was Caleb Plant versus Canelo Alvarez. But the main event for the Ozone stood with Mr. Marco Hernandez versus our very, very, very favorite, the dog. And he showed out. What's up, boy? Well, you put some people to sleep. Man, I had to, man. Like I said, man, I had to make a statement, man. It was, uh, I think it was my time, especially make a statement on that stage uh, on, on a, one of the biggest fight cards, you know, of this year. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I did that. Man, there's nothing. I, I tell people all the time, the most valuable characteristic attribute in life is timing. Because you can have the right intention. You can have the right skills. You can have all kind of stuff set up, but if the timing doesn't work out, and I don't care if you're talking about with your girlfriend or with sports or with anything else, things don't work. Saturday night, things aligned for you, brother, and I'm so happy for you because you were prepared. All eyes were on the fight because everybody had bought the thing. I, I haven't heard the numbers yet, but I'm sure that I'm sure it did big numbers. And roof probably. And and actually. Although you were a betting favorite, I don't think anybody expected what they saw because Hernandez had the rep of being the thumper. Yes. Whereas you had to have the rep of being a dog and can get and give it to them however they want it, whether it's a scrap, whether it's a slick box, whatever it is. I don't think anybody expected a one punch knockout early. Now, I heard you speak about it and they said that you you said that you were setting him up. What'd you see when you first came out that made you say, oh, okay, he's going to need a little taste of this uppercut? Uh, you know what? The thing was, I thought I was going to hit him with a, a, a right hand over the top of the, uh, of the jab, honestly. That's what I thought I was going to hit him with. Uh, I mean, we've been working on punches like that going forward. Like when I when I did the winky right on him, you know, yep. with the, with the up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I knew I, I could see it in his face like, damn, ain't nothing getting through. I can't hit him. So, yep, I couldn't hit him. Uh, and then I, the round before I knocked him out in, I was touching the body, and he started leaning on me. But when the ref broke us up, his whole body language, uh, language changed, man. I mean, it's like I can see it, like, boom. And then it's like, wow. damn, I'm done. And, and my brother, and then that's when the bell rung after that. And then my brother said something to me. I was like, bro, I got it. The first you saw I it. Threw, I saw it. I said, the first punch I threw when I went out there was that uppercut. If you go back and look at that fight, the first punch I threw was that uppercut. Mm-hmm. Cancel. But I thought it was going to be, like I said, I thought it was going to be me going back and coming over the top. But I think he was looking for that. He, so right. he worked on that. Back and, and, and came under the, came under now Hunt came underneath. He was, he was, yeah, he was looking, but at, uh, uh, but a over right the top. hand over, but I came under, and he said he. So he talked to my coach too, BB uh, Hudson, man, because they cool. He said, "Man, I didn't never see that punch." He said, "When I got up, 
I was on the ground, my legs and everything, my whole body was numb. He was like, and his legs wouldn't work. He wouldn't get wow. up. Then he tried to get up, and then he finally got up. He said he was just, he never seen the punch coming. You could see that while it really short-circuited him. It sure did. It, his frame shook up, and he sure did. And when you hit him, see, because you're a cagey veteran, but what we recognize now is that a lot of times these younger guys and some of these other fighters don't recognize when they got somebody out or when they're hurt. And you actually yep. did that. And that's big. Yep. Because you- I, I held back on the punch. Everybody mm-hmm. said that. Yeah, just control. But that's how I know when people hit. You know, yeah, as everybody's seen, I held back that second punch. I stopped because I knew he was done. He was cooked. Yeah. And that and that second punch could end up killing him probably. Yep. Yeah. And when he started clapping like on the ground like it's over, they shouldn't even let him get up. No. When he seen him done. I like, saw that. I saw that. I felt no, the no, same no. way. Yeah. 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 They should have just kept him on the ground just sitting there. Now, what is so, the most surprising thing to me about it wasn't even a knockout. It was that your old ass still had to backflip the Ozzy Smith with you. <laughs> Did. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you put so that wizard on you. You put that wizard so on them. I had to, man. I think I, I think that's a signature for me, man. I think I do as long as I'm still, you know, fighting, man. Because it's just adrenaline. You know how the adrenaline be in you with anything you do, especially when you got adrenaline in you, that you can do unthinkable things. Yep. And, you know, I'm still yeah, able to get up there and do it. You're not a little you guy. Got the yeah, like, I know, right? Easy. <laughs> that ain't easy. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. It's getting harder and harder. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What does it look like your chances are going to be to get in there with Canelo? I hope they're high, man, especially with the statement I made. I don't think nobody – I mean, people have stopped uh, Hernandez, but they never knocked him out like that. So yeah. it's uh, it was a state, a big statement on my part, letting people to know that I'm still there. Uh, I know – David Benavides got a fight here uh, this weekend. Uh, you got uh, Charlo in the mix still. Uh, so it, it, it's, I, I'm really hoping I'm high up on a priority uh, fighting Canelo. Like I tell, told the reporters after that, I said, if I don't get it, I'll retire because I keep I keep fighting for nothing. I'm reaching right. for yeah, nothing. Yeah, you got to have like, a goal. I got to be able – I got to be able to reach for something and, and try to grab it. Uh, just like with in an NBA player, they playing for a championship. NFL, you can go to any sport, they're playing for a championship or, a, you know, something like that. If you just reaching for nothing, it's, what's, what is the point? I'm 37. Especially I, can't, in, well, I can't keep reaching for the air. I, I agree with you, too. And one of the things that I, you know, because what I think that Cadello and them would do, and I think that you actually have a chance, is because they probably think that you might be finished. So yeah. in that, the way that it seems to me that they choose fights, you might be the next person in line. Exactly. And, and you yeah. get that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And then especially coming off, you know, with all his people seeing that, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good matchup now. You know, you don't uh-huh. get them haters that say, oh, you might as well just retire now. I'm still there. Like, as you've seen this yeah, week, we saw I'm that. <laughs> and, and I'm still quick. It's still some snap on the punches. And, uh, you know, but how much longer can it be? Like I said, no, I'm 37. I'll be I agree. Next year. And how many, how many years also, have you been there? I've been, I've, I've been boxing full, like, 
since amateur for 28 years, man. Wow. So that's, that's a serious long commitment. Time. That is. It's time to stay in shape. It's a long yeah. time actually also battling the cancer and beating yeah. cancer. This is this yeah. is a long journey, and it would be a beautiful culmination to see you get this fight as your uh as your 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 statement fight, your final fight. And I really think that I, I don't say this often because I'm not a big fan of the stables. And obviously I'm not in a stable, so you know I'm I'm looking at it from the outside. But I have to be honest, and it seems as though your relationship with PBC has been one of the more fruitful and lucrative out of the mm-hmm. stable because they seem like they respect you as a fighter. Uh, even when we talk offline, I haven't heard a lot of anger, bitterness about the situation. You speak, I speak with a lot of fighters. They have a problem with their stable, regardless of what stable, no matter what the stable is. Yep. You know, I, I remember when Gabe Rosado got on and was ready to leave from Golden Boy. He was so mad at Golden Boy when he got on. You run the tape back, and he was talking reckless. He was like, man, they don't yeah. fight. I'm done. They treat yeah. me like I'm a doormat. Ever since I lost the Triple G, man, I was a kid. I can do this. I can do that. And now, boom, he had a big night a couple months back, and now he's right back on the stage. You know, he's right back on the yeah. high end. So as it goes, it yeah. feels to me like PBC is a good fit for you, and and I really hope you get that shot because I, the stakes really are it, too high for to fight just for a paycheck. You can't do right. that. Yeah, it is. Bottom. It is. It's, it's too much like I'm risking my life out there for a paycheck, exactly. and I ain't free. I ain't, I ain't aiming for nothing. It's we're aiming for air, you know, uh, right. sky. Like right. I want to be, I want to shoot for the stars, man. Instead of aiming just for the sky and just shoot, just to shoot. And hopefully, I hit something. Right. right. You got to be goal oriented. Family, you got it is. Right. You got a lot to live for. It is not. It ain't exactly. just about and going am, out there. And I'm and I'm spending and I'm away from them, you know. So it. it it's getting harder and harder, especially for a 37 year old to keep going away. Especially, man, my kids are at the age now where they know what's going on. Right. And uh, I want to be around for them, you know, to make memorable moments with them. And I can't keep, you know, going in and out of town for yep. months and months. But at this age, I want to be there, you know, as a, you know, a father. Yeah, that's awesome. As you should, and it's very admirable. Yeah. Now. But all praise to the, for for the for the showing up this weekend. It's just so key to be clutch, and I think that your timing, whether it was on the punches, the fight, and the stage, couldn't have been better. What's your take on these fights coming up? Because boxing is actually in a in a solid solid place, and it is. I, I really I'm really happy about what the direction of things, and even with a lot of the delays and disruptions that took place because of COVID, now a lot of those fights are lining up now, so that this probably six, seven weeks, this this two months, this eight weeks, you could argue is some of the best in boxing history. We had the Usyk-Joshua fight. We had the Fury-Wilder trilogy. We had the Shakur Stevenson-Herring fight. We had Jor fight. We had Caleb Plants fight. This weekend, we got Jaime Mungia and Rosado. We got Terrence Crawford and Benavides and Chavez coming up this weekend. Yeah. And then we got Cambosis and Lopez coming up. Like it's it's all kind of fights. And then the, the year looks like it's ending up with Triple G lacing them back up and getting back in the ring. Which fight are you most excited about watching within the next few weeks? Terrence Crawford and, and, and Sean Porter, man. I think that's gonna be a hell of a fight. I think Sean gonna bring it just like he always do. And and, and I think T Bud is gonna be ready for him. I think it's gonna be a like I said, a hell of a fight. 
uh, probably one of the fights, fight, fight of the year candidates for sure. Uh, I mean, that's what the hype is, you know, right now. But I'm look, I'm really looking forward to that. I I'm still want to see. Page. I still want to see Deontay and Joshua. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I want to see that fight. I think that's still a mega, mega fight. I think it's a mega fight. I think it's a mega fight too. But uh, Deontay took so much punishment in that last fight. I mean, oh man, yeah, but he still he he did, man. But he Deontay will beat I think anybody in the heavyweight division other than Fury. How he punched, honestly, like anybody I mean, else I'm, get caught with the anything he throw is over. Fury was just a monster and kept getting up. This is what we were talking about. Uh, I was just saying this earlier today. Me and T were talking about it. And the, the you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about it earlier today is that I was just re-watching it because I got a lot of respect for Malik Scott. And I was just re-watching it. And when Deontay caught him, Tyson Fury was so cocky at that point and he just walked right into the punch. And mm-hmm. Deontay yeah. caught him, rifled off that right, and he held the punch that he should have threw that I think might have got Tyson Fury out of there because he he hits him with the right and Fury starts doing the Bojangles. He never came back and touched the body. If he touches the body right there, I think it might keep him down. It's hard to say because we've seen Fury recuperate in this crazy, crazy way, you know. But one thing that, that Fury does that I felt like Caleb Plant messed up on and Fury does this well. For one, he doesn't seem like he's embarrassed when he gets knocked down. He's like, well, this is just a part of the deal, and I got to get up and start chunking. Yeah. Right. For two, which probably should be number one, goes along with the embarrassment, he sits and takes his whole eight count. All day. He do it every time. And he should, right? <laughs> but you should, because if you got yeah. patch, you'll be messed up. This right. is what happened to Caleb Plant. We yes. saw Caleb Plant pop up. He was so surprised because he's never lost before. You know, we saw Caleb Plant pop up and try to walk it off, and it looked like that further messed up his equilibrium. Up, yep. Yeah, he, but the thing of it is, is that you can't get hit with something that big and keep trying to walk it off. Man, you gotta sit there and take take that team. I mean, take that eight nine seconds. Take that nine exactly. You need to get up at nine and a half. Yeah. Hopefully, the ref yep. tell you to walk here, walk here, so it basically stretches out to about fifteen. Yep. It's hard to get up just jumping up out of your seat without doing anything, without getting hit. Without true. getting lightheaded. That's very true. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, man. So the Bud fight is a fight you're looking forward to. You want to make a yep. pick in the fight, or you got you just you about to be you you on both sides. I know you tight with them both. T Bud. T Bud. Here we go. I don't know. T Bud. I think I think it'll be a hell of a fight. I think Sean get caught uh, late and get shot. Really? Sean is getting stopped. Wow. God's never been stopped before. He never have, but it, I think Bud is a, a different animal. And we never see that honestly, we never seen Bud up against competition like this. This, this is what, what I'm we saying. Never seen, this is what we we're saying. Seen, we never seen him in competition like against this. elite talent. PBC fighter, yeah, PBC fighters in his weight class got the are the best in the best world. Fighters. Yes. The best including Sean. Never Yep, we never seen him like this. But I think Sean, you know, just like Earl, I mean, in, in a lot of his fights with Adrian Bronner, he had caught late, and I think T. Bud just finished him. Well, this is, this, I'm and very Sean interested to see. Fast. Sean Sean's because he's in crazy shape. 
But but what about Bud though? If Bud get caught, because we haven't seen him get caught. We we haven't seen him any adversity at all. And that's where I'm leaning towards Sean. I'm leaning towards Sean. That's true. That's true. Because also because of pressure. Everybody I've I've watched and I respect Bud. And I actually I think I think he may stop by the ozone at some point. My thing is is since he's I thought he was sensational at 140. Since he's been at 47, he hasn't had the opportunity because of the stables, like you're saying, to fight the PBC fighters, which are clearly the better fighters at 47. And he hasn't been under this kind of pressure. I'm interested to see because what Sean is going to do, the fight's going to be ugly and it's going to be rough. And you have to keep Sean off. (laughs) It's going to be terrible. (laughs) We know that. We know how Sean fights is. Yep. They're bad. I mean, he make them that way and that's how he fights. That's how he wins. That's how he gets, that's how, that's how he wins. And that's how he gets, uh, that's how he gets, like you say, a lot of his wins, but that's how he gets his people tired also, man. Just keep pressure, pressure. Yes. Yeah. All right, dog. Well, we appreciate you making a couple minutes for your boys coming back. Yo. I got I got two final things for you. Ain't got nothing to do with boxing because I appreciate your general sports acumen. Word just broke on the wire that OBJ is joining the LA Rams. What's, yes. Is he? I just look at that. I was waiting to break the news of y'all. OBJ signing up with the, the Rams are going all out. They got, they got Von Miller too. Like, yes. I think that was a good pickup. I think that's uh, the Rams. Rams want to win, man. And they want to win. I think that's what it's about. They want to win. They want to bring a championship, especially back to LA. So that's that. That's a good pickup, man. I, I but I, McVay I, plays I, games. I, I know. I feel. I feel that they blackballed, uh, blackballing uh, OBJ, man. For some reason, I don't know why. Right. Like, what do he? Do? I mean, he only been great. Like, you have a bad few games, or and they 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 trash you, man, and it's bad. But well, the know, quarterback has something to do with that too, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that and that and that highlight reel his pops put out was pretty convincing. Yeah, for he's sure. open like, he's a lot, a lot, and he don't get the ball. He don't get the ball, and so I, I wonder. But as soon as he say something, as soon as he says so, uh, to the quarterback, he's the bad guy. Yeah, now he's, he's a monster. Guy. Yeah, now he's a monster. And I wonder yeah. about that. I wonder what's going to happen. I think this is going to be a real test and show a lot. Because for well, one, Stafford gonna sling that boy to him. He gonna sling it, man. And either him or Cooper Cup, somebody gonna be wide open. I can tell yeah. you that much. You ain't got enough dudes to guard them all. No, sure don't. Yeah, and but but my thing is is with and I've run into OBJ a lot out and about in LA. The lights are bright in LA. If the young man can stay focused, is gonna oh, be one test. God. Um, you know, because he's a he's a man of the culture, so he's you yeah. know he's a young man that's out and about. He's so, an icon. Yeah, it, it'll be very interesting to see uh, if he can keep football the thing while he's in L.A. And, and tough, it's going to be interesting to see what the locker room, you know, what the locker room situation is. Yeah, that's tough. That's going to be tough, I think, with OBJ because he like he like being in the, in the spotlight. He does. He does. Yeah, he and you got to like perform in L.A. when you're in the spotlight. Otherwise, we forget yeah. about you because we got other stuff to do. I know my Real problem quick. with that. Di- <laughs> yeah, my problem with that deal is that it's only one ball out there, and you have Cooper Cup, who's probably probably the best, the best receiver, receiver in, football. in football. Yeah, yeah, and you have Robert Wood, and you have this kid that's up and coming to me in Van Jefferson. But now you're going to add OBJ. So if you can't distribute that ball the way that you know, because Stafford can get you the ball, but it's about who's going to get it enough. 
I think he just need to play his role, just sit back and if it come, it come. If it don't, just be happy that y'all still win. Yeah. yeah. I think winning backwards all can't, all can't. bad feelings. Yeah, you can't you can't have nothing, you can't bring no negative energy in that locker room, but they might cut him. And this true. is what I think. That's what I think. I think that it, I think yeah. that it's gonna be a short leash, but the upside is tremendous. I think it's like when uh, uh, a reduced version of when the Tampa Bay Bucks grabbed Nino Brown last year. And yep. Yep. obviously OBJ hasn't had the legal problems and stuff that Antonio has had. But the idea that, you know, there's a tremendous upside here if we can keep this dude focused. And I'm saying it like he's had some behavioral problems, which I don't want to insinuate because like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. with y'all. He ain't really done nothing, you know, nothing. except for demand the ball. He hasn't done anything. Right. Every other As he should. receiver has <laughs> ever done. Exactly. But yeah, he's an elite I talent. He's an elite yeah, talent. He wants the ball. He wants the ball. He wants the ball. And yeah. now along with that, that's funny you say that. The, the last question I got for you, if you got one minute, I just want to give you a minute to riff. Yeah. What yep. we were talking about and what we've right. been talking about when it comes down to playing your role, what's your take on the Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan beef? Michael Jordan, Scotty. Yeah, because, you know, Scotty's been running around on tour. Uh, he said he had a serious problem with the way that the last dance played out because it all, it was once again confirmed the kind of person that he knew Mike was to be I-itis and all about me. I think Scotty just bitter. Uh, <laughs> about honest. what, though? What was he bitter about? About about Michael being still relevant. Like, he want to be in a spotlight, too. Honestly, mm. man. The last dance was about Mike, man. We all know that. It's How he Mike. was, everything. Mike, Mike even cried in that. You don't cry. If you are passionate about something, man, he was pa even passionate about the last day. I think Scotty just bitter about he not in the limelight like Mike is. Mike been in the limelight since he been playing, and ain't Lee, and he not going nowhere. So no. Scotty, just get over it, my man. <laughs> <laughs> or he might catch that uppercut. Yes, get over it. Man. <laughs> my, uh, Mike hit him with the up. <laughs> Dog. It's always a pleasure having you. Really appreciate you coming on. Congratulations and God bless. I just I just can't share how elated both of us were when we watched that. I'm working <laughs> down here. I'm filming in New Orleans right now. And, uh, man, I was running around trying to find a place to watch the fight. I ended up having to rush back to the room and order it on a thing. Didn't nobody have it playing out here as wow. far as the, the bars. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And, uh, and my phone blew up. You see, dog, you see your boy, dog, you see, dog. <laughs> and, and, and immediately, and when I finally got to it, I was like, oh, man, this is just great. It's really, really sleepers. He put them sleepers on them. Man, had to, man. I appreciate y'all having me on again, man. It's a pleasure. Man, it's always a pleasure talking, chopping up with y'all, man. All right, now, appreciate safe you. travels wherever you at it. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm going home, man. I'm driving back from Vegas. I heard oh, that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Be yeah. safe on that road. All right. Appreciate it. Thank y'all. All right, Andy. Uh, Always a pleasure on the Ozone. Always a pleasure. The best <laughs> guests, the best conversation. What a time. What a time to be alive. What a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a trip. He said that he saw it. His brother saw it in the corner. They was wow. like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he said, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but see this is what we've been talking about for a little while how he could tell you know when 
somebody's having a problem. And so he's going to exploit that problem. Right. He's like a hacker out there <laughs> with his exploits. Right. Went out right. there and downloaded that information and what? And came out and, and, and put it on him. Well, folks, we're going to leave you on the, on on this espresso shot of the Ozone with a quote from Muhammad Ali, which is, you don't lose if you get knocked down. You lose if you stay down. Keep picking yourself up, folks, and pick up others when you can, because we're all in this thing together. I'm Omar Miller, and this is the Ozone. Ozone. Ozone.